you know, it's no secret that it's getting harder and harder for young people to get into Canada's housing market. But it's still a little unsettling when you see it in black and white. In its latest census release, Statistics Canada says two-thirds of Canadians owned a home in 2021. That's down from a peak of 69% a decade earlier. And the decline was even more significant for younger Canadians, that rate falling from 44% to almost 37% for homeowners between 25 to 29. What does the future look like for young people? Craig Jones, Associate Director, Housing Assessment Resource Tools, Peter Allard School of Law, and a doctoral student, Department of Geography, University of British Columbia, joining us this evening. Craig, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Give me an idea of your area of research, especially when it comes to the housing situation in this country. Sure. Uh, so I'll start with my doctoral research. Uh, for several years, I've been looking at uh, personal rent, purposeful rental housing in Metro Vancouver suburbs uh, around, uh, uh, around uh, rapid transit stations. And in my work at the Housing Research Collaborative and leading the Housing Assessment Resource Tools, um, we are proposing new ways of looking at housing need across the country, uh, broken up by income, uh, income groups, household size. Uh, we're also uh, looking at the way that public land is used across the country to identify opportunities or where affordable housing may be located. And we are doing research on the possibilities of um, the acquisition of existing affordable housing um, by Federal, federal, provincial, local governments in order to preserve existing affordability. So that's my that's my whole deal. Well, you know what, and and all great research because that has been top of mind for so many people. The affordability issue, but just when we're looking at Statistics Canada's numbers, now this is from 2021. But but just your initial thoughts when you start to see statistics and we see a, a dip in home ownership overall. Yeah, um, my initial thoughts on that were, I, I mean, I knew this was going to be a really interesting census year, um, given that it was uh, collected during the uh, the pandemic and that um, you know, the income numbers would be interesting because that's when service was rolling in. Um, but I actually, I mean, given the um, the narrative that was out there about people, you know, moving uh, away from cities and buying larger larger houses and, you know, and also activity in real estate, I was actually somewhat surprised to see that the ownership rate had gone down nationally. I would agree because you're right. During that time, and as we say, it's kind of a point in time with Statistics Canada, we did hear that, oh, they're getting good deals and it was driving up other prices in, in small areas outside major centres. And even when I look at the dip in home ownership for for young people, 25 to 29, I, I I almost wonder if many years ago when I was able to get into the market, I was that age. But I think things have shifted so much that we probably should be even looking at an older demographic. I, I'm not sure if many 25 to 29-year-olds realistically are able to even consider getting into the housing market. Yeah, I did take a look at the data that came out to today and, and drill down in a few uh, few different ways. So, um, yeah, looking at that slightly older age group, uh, the 30 to 
year old, um, their ownership rate for the whole country went from 55 to 52 percent. Um, and so it went down about 3 percent. And in looking at the raw numbers, one thing that really struck me is that when looking nationally, um, there are actually 19,000 fewer 25 to 29 year old homeowners in 2021 than there were in 2016. And so I expected yeah. there to be a percentage decline in young homeowners, that, that, that quite young age group, but an actual decline in the total number uh, of, of that age group was what did surprise me. Yeah. I, I mean, we're in a big country. You're in British Columbia. You're in uh, a really hot metropolitan area. But is can we say that the dream of owning a home for a young person is is just going to be getting harder and ar- harder in light of what's happening with mortgage rates and everything else that's going on? Well, I think we can say that at least between 2016 and 2021, it did get harder for young people to move into home ownership. Um, I think there's been, you know, over the years, there's been a lot of great work that's been done by uh, Paul Kershaw and Jen Squeeze, um, another uh, professor at Waterloo called Marcus Moose, who's been looking at, um, you know, generational equity in housing for of young people moving into home ownership. And, you know, they have produced a lot of stats over, over several years that really shows that, um, you know, it is getting harder for young people to, to move in, into home ownership. Um, in BC, in particular, uh, the you know the overall trends of uh, young people, the rates of young people in homeownership uh, go down in ways that largely mirror uh, the national stats. Although, you know, BC as a whole um, has a has a, a lower rate, like uh, 32% of, of people, you know people aged 25 to 29 are homeowners, and uh, and in it's for the 30, 34, it's 46%. I also took a look at uh, housing submarkets across BC. Um, there's a there's a huge amount of variation in our in our communities throughout the province about the uh, the home ownership rates overall. Uh, yeah, so I, I I would say that I think I agree that at least in the last um, five years it has got harder and it already was pretty hard. I mean, this is a simple question, but I don't think the answer is easy. How, how did we get here? Uh, I mean, there are so many different things at play, but how do you think that Canada has gotten to this point where we just don't have enough houses that people can actually afford to be able to even enter the market? Yeah, that, that is uh, the answer to that question. It's a simple question with a long, complicated answer. Yeah. Often debated answer actually the you know the the, the causes are are still uh, debated in 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 my field. Um, where I land is that uh, I think the the seeds of our current housing issues were planted um, back in the 1990s when the federal government stopped uh, investing in new social housing. Um, when we look at when we look internationally, uh, Canada's housing system uh, has less social housing. Uh, the proportion of all housing and the provision of housing in Canada is is more reliant upon the private sector. Uh, we've also, I mean, you know, Canada is also internationally known as being um, a relatively uh, safe place to store money, um, and the Canadian real estate, uh, both domestically and internationally, is seen as being a safe investment that has been very lucrative over you know the last number of years, uh, last decade or two. Um, and there are also, uh, you know, several incentives in Canada to encourage homeownership. And, and these incentives may actually 
not be helping young people who are trying to become homeowners themselves. And so it could very well be that you know, young people are, are not moving homeownership, into homeownership at, at the same rate because um, they, they simply can't afford to right now. It's a, it's a long, complicated, I mean, the, the, the position that we're in right now um, has been you know, decades in the making. And um, I think that, you know, it's good to see that the federal government is back in, in housing is, you know, we have a, a federal housing advocate for the first time ever. Um, but, but there's a long road ahead of us um, and we need a lot of different solutions all working together to, to solve the problems. Well, thanks for doing your best to answer that simple question, because I knew it wasn't going to be a simple answer at all. Uh, Craig, I want to look at, you know, major centres, lots of condominiums are being built. Uh, What are we seeing, though, when it comes to even young people uh, being able to afford condominiums? Because I thought I thought we'd see some encouraging numbers, but I was kind of interested in, in those. Can you lay that out for us? Yeah, absolutely. So um, according to the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, uh, 2021 uh, was the highest year for housing starts and completions since 1990. Uh, so we're really are seeing, you know, last year was a real building boom. Um, and condos accounted for 25% of uh, completions uh, last year. The 2021 census shows that there was a, a net growth of condos uh, from 2016 to 2021 of 370,000 units. And that's compared to 530 thousand non-condominium units. Now, the, the big difference here is that uh, the condo stock grew by 20%, whereas these non-condo units grew by 4%. So the condos are a big, uh, you're absolutely right, condos are a big growth uh, part of the uh, housing system. Um, and overall, homeownership rates in condos were pretty close to the non-condos. Um, but for younger homeowners, the, the rates are a bit lower than other housing types. And the the thing that I found really surprising, uh, crunching numbers today, was that uh, the ownership rate for condos across the country went down for every single age group. So um, you know, there were, the percentage of owners in condos went down no matter what age people were. But the most significant changes were in that were in the under 35 group. So for those aged 25 to 29, uh, the rate went from 44% to 36%. That's a lot of a drop of 8% for those aged 30 to 34. Um, it went from 56% to 49%, so down 7%. Um, and yeah, these numbers are surprising, uh, especially since you know, there's a, something of an assumption that condos might be a way for young people to get on the housing ladder. Um, but based off of these numbers and these trends, it looks at like at least for 2016 to 2021, uh, the condominium market was not uh, a great place for for young people to get into the market. And I know I don't want you to be surmising why, because you're a researcher and you want some facts before you put anything in front of me. But to me, condominiums are being built, but they're still just out of reach when it comes to affordability. Uh, I mean, that's that's what the numbers would suggest here, Um, especially since, you know, the, I mean, for the younger people, for sure, um, you know, these, these have been a tough few years for everyone, um, but for, for younger people uh, in particular, it, it seems. But the fact that, you know, ownership in the condominium market went down for everyone, uh, it, does, it does say something. What exactly it says, given that I just looked at these numbers today, the census just, yeah. they just released today, there's a lot of thought, yeah. but 
but it's a it's a it's an interesting interesting finding. I'm Angela Cocott in for Ben O'Hara Burn, and this is a point where I'd like to have instead of a little more conversation, a lot more conversation. We are talking about the housing market in this country. Statistics Canada coming out with its late latest census release, looking at 2021 numbers. And my guest this evening is Craig Jones, uh, Associate Director, Housing Assessment Resource Tools, Peter Allard School of Law, and Doctoral Student Department of Geography at the University of British Columbia. Craig, I almost feel like these numbers are almost like when the baseball players had steroids and they had to put an asterisk by all their records because 2021, we're a year into the pandemic at this point and so much is happening within our economy. And I'm pointing to in the early months of the pandemic, we saw in a lot of major centers as people were either leaving like we touched on before the break, some people were able to negotiate drops in their rent because of conditions through the pandemic. So now I want to look at the rental numbers when it came to 2021. What jumped out at you? And I know there's lots of numbers that you've had to go through, but what jumped out, out at you when it comes to the rental market in 2021? Yeah, so I was really focused on the ownership uh, stuff for today. Um, <laughs> oh, you didn't read your assignment? I, <laughs> no, um, yeah, but uh, I have been following the, the rental market uh, pretty closely, and I have read that you know rents have, have gone up. Uh, vacancy rates, uh, at least in um, you know sort of the lower mainland in Victoria, are are back to to where they where they had been before. Uh, which is you know which is below the sort of three percent, which is considered to be um, considered healthy, I guess, uh, an arbitrary yeah. number, but that's that's where things are at. Um, and I am you know I'm hearing that you know that uh, the cost of, of of renting is going up. Well, and and apologies because I want to throw anything at you, and you're you're good on your feet, but uh, I. When you looked at the fact that home ownership, it's getting more difficult for people to buy homes, then it seems like the pressure goes to the rental market. And uh, so I'm I'm not surprised by what we are seeing when it comes to the statistics that showed that. So where do we go from here when it comes to home ownership? And maybe in particular, your research that looks at affordability and, and purpose-built housing, where, where is the solution? Sure. Uh, so the, I think that I don't, there's not one single solution. Uh, yeah. I think the, there's a whole host of, of things that can be done in tandem. Um, so uh, it's not a silver bullet, it's kind of a silver shotgun to a whole bunch of different things all moving together in, in the right direction. Um, you know, I'll acknowledge that, uh, that you know, we, we basically within in Canada, the supply of purpose-built rental uh, pretty much dried up in, in the 90s. It just stopped getting built. Um, and in, in its place, uh, condominiums were, 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 getting, were getting built. And, and those condos have played a really important role in our rental markets. Uh, you know, they, you know, the investors will buy a unit and then someone can, can move in and rent. Um, I think uh, that what we're seeing now is that we need to have a range of housing options. Uh, you know, it, it, we, the market has produced most of our housing for, for a long time, and I think um, it's time to look at a, uh, a more balanced supply of housing. And uh, on my side, I think a big part of that is 
to produce more purpose or rental housing. And my thinking around this uh, comes from some research that was done in Germany, where uh, what, what was found there is Germany, Germany has a, a very large uh, rental sector, lots of rental housing. Um, but it also has you know, a lot of home ownership, but, but a very large, healthy, healthy rental sector. And what was observed is that during times of uh, heated real estate markets and home ownership, because there was so much rental available, that rental became a bit of a relief valve. Uh, for home prices. Craig, I've got to cut you off, and I hate to do this. You've got such great information, but the idea of a range of housing options, I appreciate your time tonight. I'm uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me.